From Cleveland, Ohio, this is the Cleveland Stage Podcast brought to you by Fog Properties. Flexible spaces, all the right places. Visit FOGG.com for information. And now, your hosts, Tyler Whitten and Becca Mosley. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Cleveland Stage Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tyler Whitten, along with my new co-host, Becca Mosley. Whoa! Hello, oh Becca! Long-time contributor, uh, full-time patient been promoted. Now. Wow. Feels I mean, great. you nailed it. Y'all- <laughs> You didn't know that all those interviews were really just auditions. Oh, God. You guys are so sneaky. And Ian left out. Okay? So it's like... No, you know, no, no. Let's leave it at Let's dominoes. leave it at I've earned yeah. this. Not... Perfect storm. Oh, God. And, of course, your talent. And Ian moving. Yes. Yeah, really... Great. So we're here uh, on this episode of uh, the Cleveland Stage Podcast. We're here with some of the uh, co-founders of Shaharazad, Shaharazad, Shamanana, Shazam, theater company. The STCs. Oh, is that oh, what we're going Oh, there with? it is. Ooh. I call them the Zotties pretty often, actually. Oh, yeah, I shorten God. it a lot. Because yeah, we I, do too, of I, course. <laughs> we do I, now. I uh, struggle with, uh, the, with spelling the name, so I shorten it in almost every email so as to not We've look heard. a fool. But um, August, please give us the correct... Shahrazad. Yeah, Shahrazad. Like the storyteller. You got it right first. I did, yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I tried to screw it up on purpose, I like but that. I couldn't because it's actually really easy to pronounce, everybody, yeah. and spell. <laughs> so we're here with Kyle Huff and August Scarpelli. Both have been on this show before. Hello. And they're Hello. here to talk about their newest adaptation of Around the World in 80 Days, which is opening at Ensemble Theater at the end of the month. November, November 30th. 30th. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. And running through December 16th. Correct. Yes. A production that, Becca, you are also a part of. I am. I am on stage for this one. I am Woo. part of the ensemble of actors <laughs> as one of the chorus leaders narrating the story as well as playing various roles. So, it's been a blast so far. Uh, so, August, what was the, um, you know, talk to us a little bit about why this show or why this play. I know you guys mm-hmm. talked about er- like early in the process adapting something mm-hmm. um, and then adapting something for uh, the whole family. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Um, you know, why would, why this? Yeah, t- a lot yeah. of options, I think. It yeah. did. Mm-hmm. The story sort of options. starts with as we were planning the season uh, with Ian and Celeste um, early last spring. Um, yeah, they asked us um, they thought this would be a nice vehicle house for us um, taking on the family or children's production sure. for the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they wanted us to adapt a classic, and because that's part of what ensemble theater is about, and that's what we're about, what Shahrazad was about, and so we had that meeting and walked over to Max Bax on Coventry, stared at the classic section for a while, bought a couple of books, and um, it was almost kind of weird because the copy of Around the World in Eighty Days was flipped over on its side and was sticking out of the shelf. Um, and Jules Verne, it was fate. It was fate. It was fate. But Jules Verne's um, stories and movies were something I remember as a kid. Um, my mother liked them a lot. They were always on TCM, which is what we watched on Saturdays. And I remember them just being a lot of fun. So we bought the book, started reading the book, and there was a, there's a message in there um, that I think with modern technology we sort of lose. We sort of lose the sense of travel or how big the world actually is. Um, and I think that's a nice little reminder for uh, a young audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were there other books that were in the running, or did you come across any days and just feel like? Oh, this for sure, is it? there were. Oh, yeah. We had other books. Uh, there were a lot of. <clears throat> 
a lot of uh, I, I guess what we were going for was tales that were being that are told like old legends mm-hmm. and this uh, while doesn't really exactly fit into that it still has that structure of a hero's <laughs> journey in it that I think uh, really still resonates today I mean there's so many stories like that and I just think there the possibilities with this were so sorry were so wild that it kind of just was the one that stuck mostly and honestly the one we found to be easiest to adapt for children sure Sure. Mm -hmm. we looked at uh jonathan swift's gulliver's travels Mm -hmm. um that was probably our second yeah which is something we may continue to look at Mm -hmm. if we Mm -hmm. uh, go forward i mean don't give it away (laughs) do you do you think there was a specific reason that you focused in on stories of travel because you did look at quite a few i mean to be fair a lot of children's stories and epic stories do involve this idea of a journey Mm -hmm. but you looked at quite a few stories that had the uh, the traveler going and visiting a lot of different worlds with different people there was a there was an an African story. I don't remember the name right now. There was an oral African story that I was thinking, oh, that would be a really cool one to do because no one really know it. We could really give it our own kind of spin. Mm-hmm. But when we were, you know, we were at eighty days, it was the different locations, the different people, and the possibilities that mm-hmm. could come out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, and I hate to say it. There, there were no co- there was no copyright, so that was also a very nice <laughs> yes, thing. Yes. We were cognizant. So, yeah, oh, so, wrong um, being practical. Yeah, so this I'm like, would be hey, your company's second straight up all your own adaptation of a story, right? You started with Caucasian Chalk Circle, which you guys took from the original German and translated on your own, and now you've with taken Google yes Translate. with some help from Google yeah. Translate and, and yours like, truly, hey, yes. <laughs> um, and now you're on to Around the World in Eighty Days, which mm-hmm. is another original. You guys are taking it from the novel and transcribing it. Well, translating it, rather. Coming up sure. with your own twist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how much uh, of the original story do you think you guys are getting into that, what, like 60 minutes yeah, for the right. kids? Yeah, we kept... Uh, we decided to keep quite a bit of the original book in there. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it's important to inspire children to go back and... Or anybody to go back and read the book if mm-hmm. they really like this production. I think something you see in the film adaptations is uh, everything's very different. Um, And Hollywood decided um, to make things more accessible by changing what the characters do or who they are, where they come from in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think then it creates sort of a disconnect if you do Mm -hmm. go back and read the book because it's not like you might remember it. The colors are different. Yeah. It really is. It's just, it's a a different painting. It's um, the movie adaptation, I think, that is probably the most popular or well-known with the audiences is going to be the Jackie Chan (laughs) (laughs) version from like 2008 or or something like that. Mm -hmm. But in that particular story, Phileas Fogg is very different. Oh, for sure. You know, he's a a, a zane inventor. And in this, in, in the actual story, he's much more frumpy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But you don't have someone frumpy working on the role. No, we do, cast, we do not. You've cast some wonderful local talent yeah. and you've got... Uh, so sure. talk to us a little bit about what went into uh, adapting the story. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you approach it? How collaborative was everybody in the theater? Sure. Um, so far, it's been a very collaborative process. What we basically did was take the book, decide um, what were the moments or the locations that we thought were most important. Um, and it happened to be quite a few of them uh, because I think that's what the journey is about is going from one place to the other and experiencing so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, not about any specific moment in the story and we lifted those moments and the dialogue that we thought was important and we when just, you say uh, we who do yeah. you mean uh but mostly at first especially in the summertime when we started writing uh was kyle uh myself and kayla davis our other co-founder here at shahrazad theater company and we would write it 
get together, read it, decide mm-hmm. what did or didn't work, go yeah. back to the drawing board, send each other pages. And mm-hmm. yeah. now that we actually, it's, it's changed a fair amount. Mm-hmm. Now that we've gotten in rehearsal, um, we decided because this is the first time this will be performed, <laughs> that the actors who are originating these roles should have a pretty fair say in how it sounds or well, how they really make sense out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's Just a very collaborative yeah. Well, I mean, we, they we regretted it occasionally. Firm, but <laughs> yeah, Jules care. didn't answer. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. We called him on the phone. He was no help. Mm-hmm. Speaking, well, does he know how to use a phone? He might not. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, is, that is part of the, I think, the unique experience about right. the show's that you guys do, you know, as Shahrazad, but also, you know, a lot of the shows that happen at Ensemble Theater really do take that namesake to heart. There's a lot of collaboration, you know, and that's, it's important. It's an important environment to be in. We're very lucky to work with actors that we trust and love and yeah. admire mm-hmm. very much, and that makes this whole process. Mm-hmm. And love us yeah. back. One thing I want to mention about about the casting that I think I think is interesting is that for every production of 80 Days that I've seen, it's been a male playing the role, whereas mm-hmm. we have a female playing Phileas yes. Fogg, and we also have a male playing uh, Auda, the, the female the uh, love, love interest. interest. So, and I think I'm, we haven't done anything to hide that they're a man, a man and a woman, mm-hmm. haven't changed any pronouns. It just hasn't been on our radar, and I think that that's something we'll probably... S- be seeing in theater a lot more as the years come on. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, Chaharazad spearheading that now is a pretty cool thing. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So talk about some of your cast members. <laughs> who's, who's in the show from um, Cleveland? Well, first we've got... Talked uh, about some of the people who are changing all your words. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, we'll start with Val Young. Val Young. Oh, our good friend Val Young. That would uh, be Valerie. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've done a million shows with, and she's done a million shows around town. In she's her been in two career. of my shows. She's been well in two of your shows. Well known and beloved. Yeah, she is. Um, she's someone who I've admired since, I think, first time I saw her was Iceman Cometh. Mm-hmm. She played Cora. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes, that yes, is yeah, right. right. Yep. Way to pull Becca. that name out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, what, have you read that play <laughs> lately? Do you remember who I was? <laughs> <laughs> I read it every day. Little Eugene before Becca. I remember my character's name. No one does. He gets that from most productions. That's true. Val's wonderful. freaking nailed it. Val's wonderful, and she... Um, she brings an insight and a wisdom uh, to the rest of the cast that's really invaluable. She's been around. She knows. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and now wow. it's recorded. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm not editing that out at all. No. Uh, <laughs> I just want to be in the room when she hears this. <laughs> I'll have to repent for that one. She has worked a lot. She has definitely yeah, yeah. done some impressive work. We, we have a lot of, of our... Um, castmates that were in Chalk Circle mm-hmm. uh, that are in 80 Days Now just because the, the transition mm-hmm. just seems so seamless. Like, we knew it was going to be a lot of energy from mm-hmm. that project to this one, and so we've we've cast a lot of people that we thought, oh, okay, this could really work. Um, Hannah Storch mm-hmm. is our Phileas Fogg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Keller is our Aouda, mm-hmm. the love interest. Um, both were in Chalk Circle, both wonderful actors that would have yeah. worked, uh, acted and directed around the, the local area. Um, uh, Miss Kayla Davis, of course. Um, Kayla Davis is playing our co-founder. other chorus leader. Mm-hmm. She's one of our co-founders. Kyle um, Huff. Kyle Huff. Past part two. Who's unable to be here today? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. I'm his, I'm his evil twin right. standing um, in. Yeah. We just did that show. We, did, guys. Yeah. we just did evil twin. I'm better looking than he is. Yeah. And Becca Mosley. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's written for a cast of six people. We do actually have an understudy, uh, Santino Montanez. Um, who's been a wonderful addition and mm-hmm. a young actor who's done a couple of shows at Ensemble here. Mm-hmm. Um, and he brings such a wonderful uh, energy into rehearsal. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really inspiring. 
So let's go back to Chalk Circle. Sure. Yeah. What did Scheherazade Theater learn from that production? Either the good or the bad, and what made it to oh boy. and like what which of those lessons made it to this production now? Do you think? Well, for me, uh, for anyone that didn't know, uh, I directed Chalk Circle, and it was a we had a long it was a long process, longer than this one by a little bit. Oh sure, uh, just at least the writing process. It's a longer play. It was our first time doing it. We had to translate it from another language. So with uh, Google Translate, not even just with Google Translate. There was a lot of, and I'll yeah, say this guys, to defend myself on record, going on record that. <laughs> There was there was a lot of verse in that play, a lot of in a lot of music that yes. a lot of people just cut. There were whole scenes that people just cut. But we, since so many translations had differed on, well, does this rhyme? What do we do with this music? And we had to really make that ourselves. And I'm really mm-hmm. proud of what we ended up coming up with. And I think it really resonated. But one of the la- not to diverge, but one of the lessons that we I learned we learned from Chalk Circle is that I think going into this, and I said a little bit about the cast is that everyone really has to be on board with what you're kind of doing in the first place. So I had some actors that were a little resistant to this whole idea of putting a meta on top of the play and getting them to kind of work within that framework was, was kind of difficult. It was a stretch for some actors. Um, so when we went into 80 Days... We already knew, like, okay, these people might, they'll be on board with this. Some people mm-hmm. that we've worked with before and bringing some new people into the mold and just really getting that energy, I think, was the biggest, was, was our, my biggest takeaway. Also, cast size. I think we had almost, uh, <laughs> we had almost a dozen of us on stage in Chalk Circle. You did. Yes. And it was a rather this large This is a small cast. space and it starts to get crowded and the traffic mm-hmm. um, becomes difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. Dealing with only six actors. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, you know. Yeah. They they keep it moving, and we also are lucky that we don't stay in one place for very long mm-hmm. in this show. We've got something like maybe almost thirty scenes. Mm-hmm. Each of them range from a page or whatever of dialogue, page page and a half, and so we keep it <clears throat> keep it moving. That's also something that helps. Caucasian Chalk Circle is a slower play. It's a slow burn. Two yeah. very different shows. Yeah. I think you guys are, are ending up, just because I'm in the room, I think there are a lot of skills that are being used in this production that in some ways you might have used in Caucasian, but there's a lot that you haven't had to use for Very a true. minute. There's going to be puppets and shadow puppet work mm-hmm. and costuming and all sorts of stuff in 80 days that's you know quite a, an ambitious creative challenge yeah. You know that I think will be another interesting growing experience. For sure. sure. And I also think a good uh, sticking point. There's not many places around here. A few places. Um, I know Tailspinners does a lot of stuff with puppets. Um, and I know there's one other company that does. But other than that, I don't really see a ton of people doing, like, puppet work. Especially mm-hmm. shadow puppet work. Mm-hmm. That seems to fall by the wayside. And we've, I think, chosen that because something we're trying to get away from a little bit is throwing a projection screen and video up there. Yeah. You know, we don't want to an audience to feel like they're coming to see a movie. Mm-hmm. It's, we do theater, so and we go to see theater so we can feel alive mm-hmm. as people, and that's that's an important thing to make sure. We like to make sure that the actors in the room are 100% responsible for the experience that you have. So what is the concept for 80 Days? I mean, I know that you're tagging it as an uh, interactive <laughs> adventure for the whole family. What does that mean? <laughs> what can audiences expect when I bring my son? Come and find out on November 30th. Now. <laughs> what, can, what can I expect my son to see at you Around can, the World in 80 Days? Yeah, you can expect to see six actors um, <laughs> perform or traverse the globe in 80 days, present to you the book on a, a very large map, actually, that we're oh. creating. And we will do our best to 
almost literally take you around the world. Yeah. Um, and hopefully uh, we can pull certain audience members in at a certain point to really make them feel like, you know, they're on this journey too. Not sit in the dark. Mm -hmm. One of the things you said in rehearsal that really stuck with me is that it is like we're doing 80 Days, the pop-up book. Yes. Yeah. I think that aesthetic Very with the puppet so. screen, it just totally seals mm -hmm. the deal there. Yeah, and you have two chorus leaders kind of telling. Yeah. It, it's Taking almost as through. if these two people have walked into the room and they're going to tell this story. And as they begin to tell the story, they open the book up and the characters begin to pop up. And then the scenery pops up around them. And that is kind of how it's staged. And it's, you know, I think it's really fun to have these two voices that are telling this story and that can engage, we can engage with the audience pretty directly, which is really neat. Um, but we get to be as surprised and as excited as every page turn, you know, as the audience is, which is kind of cool in a kid's show mm -hmm. that you have those narrators that can just contribute to the sense of, of awe and wonder and expectation that you get when you read a children's book or you take a kid to see a movie or a show. It's I think that's fun. what we're supposed to be doing as actors. And that's what Shahrazad felt like she had to do to save her country to and to save mine. the women of her country was go in and um, start telling this horrible, horrible man story after story mm -hmm. and make him pay attention to her and make him feel like he's in the world that mm -hmm. she is attempting to present to him. Mm -hmm. And that's something important for us when we spend so much time on Facebook and Instagram oh, sure. and in worlds that are other, that aren't created by the human beings around us, we start to lose touch with that, I think. Mm -hmm. So what's next for you all individually and or Scheherazade Theater? <laughs> you Round the table. You you're next. You're uh, next on the docket. Um, yeah, I'll be uh, directing Moliere's Tartuffe at Western Reserve Playhouse in Richfield, which will open in January. Mm -hmm. Then... Uh, is that for Scheherazade? No, no, that's okay. that's for Western Reserve. Individual. Okay. Yeah, individual. Uh, I it was know. Was Damis in Tartu? Uh, yes. I can see that. We've heard stories. I, I can see that. <laughs> yes. The great long <laughs> wig. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, incredible. you ought to reprise that. You should. Just, <laughs> I don't, you want to us. Auditions are coming. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my wife would love that. Oh yeah, we <laughs> all would. I know that I will be doing the end of the tour with. Um, with Craig That's with uh, Seat Your Pants, yep. right? Yep, Seat Your Pants Productions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that should be, I'm acting in that one. That should be a lot of fun. And McVoy's in that as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. come see So uh, I didn't realize this, but mm -hmm. the playwright of End of the Tour, mm -hmm. that's gotten a lot of run, right? Am I right? Uh, I yeah. have only, I won't lie to you, and, I, and now I'm getting a recording. I've read it twice, and I don't know a lot about the production history of it. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's... Anyway, the gentleman who wrote that used to be in the playwrights circle at Victory Gardens mm -hmm. with Charles Smith. And I was an understudy for one of his premieres called uh, Four Places. Oh, okay. Uh, where the guy who played my role was like on SpongeBob or something. <laughs> he was like a veteran. He was like 10, 12 years older than I was. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I always wondered like, where was that playwright? And then I was going through the seat of the pants like season was like mm -hmm. that name sounds familiar like <laughs> so anyway so I hear that's a great play mm -hmm. no and it, small, it is a good play it has some yeah. really mm -hmm. great dialogue in there some some subtext in that play that uh, just bleeds off of the page it's really great and I can't wait to work with so many talented people in the cast too yeah, awesome. but until then I have a, another talented cast to work with yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. when do you start production on that uh, I believe we start sometime in early March, end of February. Okay. Yeah. 
Great. Spring. <clears throat> the spring. And Becca, you're now the uh, co-host of the Cleveland Stage Podcast. Promotions. So you are oh. just gold star for you. Noticed, but I'd all like to thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, no. Uh, yeah, so I'll be, I mean, next up for me would technically be Raisin in the Sun. Mm. That's our next big thing coming to Ensemble stage. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing Raisin in the Sun a couple months here. It's going to be upon us before we know it. Oh, yeah. We'll have that, and then we'll have the remainder of our eighteen nineteen seasons. I'll be stage managing the rest of that, too, so I'll be around. Great. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's uh, Scheherazade's production and adaptation of Around the World in 80 Days, running November 30th through December 16th. 16th here at Ensemble Theater in the Playground Theater. Thank you very much, Shahrazad Theater, uh, Kyle Huff, yeah, thank you. and August Scarpelli. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You guys can be found on the Facebook. <laughs> on the Facebooks. Oh, the we are on the Facebooks. We are on the yeah. Facebooks. Mm-hmm. Not and on the, the Ensemble Theater. And website. on the webpage. And on the, yes. yes. Ensemble you can Theater. Find, you can find tickets at EnsembleTheaterKlee.org. Or uh, you find a link on the Facebook. Sure. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Give can. us a call. You must Facebook. Can. Come on now. Great. And we'd like to thank our 2018 media sponsors, including Fog Corporate Properties, who you can find at fog.com. That's F-O-G-G. Fog builds Cleveland. Flexible spaces in all the right places. Also, for our listeners in Michigan, visit Discount Home Improvement for all your home renovation needs, specializing in kitchen and bath cabinets, making quality products affordable for everyone since 1994. It's your money. Why pay more? Find them in Grand Rapids, and Muskegon and online at discountmi.com. Wherever you listen to the Cleveland Stage Podcast, please make sure you subscribe and rate the show. Thank you for listening. I'm Tyler. And I'm Becca. And this has been the Cleveland Stage Podcast. We will see you next time on stage. Thank you. We need a better ending. Yeah. Me and Ian had this thing. Yeah. Ah, that's fine. We'll I work know. on it. Like, I, I thought... Uh-huh.